Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I'm going to back myself away from that microphone for a minute. Uh, here's one of the things that I love about what, what we get to do and how we get to do it is that we live in this world that's called independent media. Some of us are Associated Press members. Some of us are members of the United States Press. Um, you know, some of us uh, are, are not. But here's what I love about the world we live in. And so yesterday, our president, excuse me, not our president, our governor, our, 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 our governor who wanted to be president. Yeah, he, he made uh, a good he, showing. He, he, yeah, he, he not only that, he, he gave a completely new landscape for what it means mm-hmm. to initiate a green platform. But he did something yesterday that I think a lot of people really thought he would do sooner. Um, But he did it. He gave our state 48 hours to prepare for a uh, shelter in place. It's such a really interesting term, sheltering in place. But many of you have been emailing us and have been asking us, what are we going to do? And today, uh, we are going to do business as usual. And the reason we get to do that is because there are several reasons. One of them is that we're still working on what that means for us. And there are a couple of things I want to be really clear about. We are considered independent. Uh, Some of the networks we're on are FCC regulated. But what Governor Inslee, and not just Governor Inslee, but this particular set of instructions is what California is using. It's what many other states are using. And what I love about what they did, and this is a first for all of us, but my guest today can talk to this energy for sure. Uh, This is what they did. What they did was they put an instruction in place that represented the contemporary times we live in. You know, today, Monica Berdersky is joining me here today, and we're going to talk about the Shadowland Tarot. But as we talk about this and what we talk about and the symbolism of what she's created and what we see when we see shadows or what that comes to mean, is for me, it gets us to really look inside. Now, finishing up this little story about the guidelines, which of course I have in front of me, um, they make it very clear that when it comes to communication 
And this was what literally, I think, shocked me and shocked a bunch of people. When it comes to communication, they left the door open. And what they said was that we now live in a different communication age. And once upon a time, it used to be the communication age we lived in was very, very simple. You had a telephone, there was a telephone company, they ran the entire phone system, smartphones didn't exist, everything was regulated by the FCC. So what that means is, if this instruction today indicated FCC only, FCC only networks would be available, then you have to ask yourself the question, how about cable companies? How about live streaming companies? How about companies like Hulu and Netflix and Amazon Prime? And what they didn't do is they didn't say that. And they came out with a set of instructions that basically said, here you are. And, I, and this is what gave us, or at least gave me a sigh of relief before I sent a text message to one of our state senators last night. Here's what it does. Workers at independent systems, workers who support this is the language, and I gotta love this, who support radio, television, newspaper, media service, including but not limited to frontline news, reporters, studio and technicians for news gathering and reporting, and work is involved in the printing and distribution. So what they came out and said is, we need information. Now, at this point, for us as a independent network, a global network, but also a regional network, we are gonna look at what we have to do. But this is today about making conscious decisions. And that's what we're here to talk about in both of the shows today that I'm doing, is what does it mean to make a conscious decision? What are conscious decisions? And what is it about the symbolism of what folks create? Someone like my very special guest today, Monica. What is it about symbolism that calls us to look beyond what a document like the one I was reading comes to mean? Because according to that document, every one of us that is profit, nonprofit, independent, NPR, are are other stations that are out there, people that are bringing news, what does it mean to us? But what is the symbolism of making sure that our communication channels are open for everyone and not just a select few? Monica, it's great to have you. Welcome you, to the show. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, uh, one of the things that I that I want to really talk to and address is that, you know, what you've created, and we're going to talk about the Shadowland Tarot. When we talk about the Shadowland, when we talk about the Tarot deck, you know, what we're looking at is we're looking at, there is an idea of symbolism that we have to 
who we are in life. But then there is another aspect of who we are in life. I want to ask you about what you've created, right? And what is it about this particular deck that gets at the underpinnings of who we are? Well, thank you. Um, I think I created the Shadowland Tarot for that reason. I, it, my personality has been one that I've always been very interested in the unseen. <laughs> I come from a very intuitive family. We'll, we'll put intuitive in air quotes. Um, and they, they used to do things uh, such as dreaming true which is um, a gift and or um, just an aspect of my personality, whatever you prefer to call it. And so I've always looked at, at things that perhaps other people haven't seen so much. It's followed through to my career as, as an artist and my interest in semiotics and symbolism um, because it speaks uh, volumes, I think, and transcends language barriers. I've always been very much into um, equity and accessibility as well. And symbolism seems to really cut through a lot of barriers. It just does. When we see a heart symbol, we, we know what we're talking about around the globe. Uh, so I think my love of symbolism and my, my personality of, um, you know, shadows, and perhaps I've even felt very much that I communicate with uh, shadows and the unseen. I'm also very uh, introspective and looking at our own uh, shadows psychologically. Um, it's a Jungian theory that um, we have those aspects of our personality that are referred to or he referred to as shadows that we, we don't readily acknowledge or we're not even aware of. And yet if that is part of who we are, frequently we, we inadvertently um, project those onto other people around us. And so if I'm always wondering why I only run into a certain type of a person, the theory saying that it's quite possible that that's an aspect of yourself. And that's nothing new. I mean, we know that, well, have you looked at your own, um, your own personality in this regard? But I wanted to delve a little deeper because I've been reading tarot for over 40 years now. Yeah, yeah. And I, I wanted, and I started doing shadow work many years ago with tarot, but I couldn't find a deck that was addressing this specifically. And being an artist, um, I thought, you know, this is it just everything coming together seems to be a match made in, you know, whatever heaven you may believe in. <laughs> so I decided to to create this this deck and I did it consciously with art that is lighthearted because the topic is kind of heavy. Well, isn't that interesting, right? Um, you know, I was thinking about Carl Jung uh, the other day. Um, you know, I, I love reading about Carl Jung. I always have, even before I actually, you know, even before I actually knew who Carl Jung was and what he, what he has done, right? And I remember seeing a picture of him sculpting rock, right? That was his hobby. He would like take a chisel out, like bang into the rock, right? And I was thinking about this and I was thinking about, you know, how that is a metaphor sometimes for literally trying to reveal or unveil, you know, what that is inside of us. 
but there has not much that has ever been gained from not looking at the multidimensional nature of who we are, shadow or no shadow, right? I mean, the depth of understanding of who we are can get to us in many forms. But I will tell you that I, I have the deck here. And um, one of the things I was struck by about the deck, and, and we're going to talk about this more, is I was struck by the, the gold... Um, the gold border around the cards. And I was really, really struck by it, but for two reasons. One, you don't see cards being developed this way anymore. Right out of the gate, that's what I noticed. But they give the card, they give the deck a different energy. And I'm just curious about what thought went into that. Well, I have to be perfectly honest. I was pleasantly surprised myself when it came up with the gold edge. Um, I have to give credit to Red Feather Mind, Body, and Spirit and uh, Brenda McCallum, the designer, whom who I guess chose to do that. And I was I was very very happy with that. I think originally we may have discussed having a black border around um, the cards because a lot of people take markers to tarot cards to color in the borders themselves. And I thought maybe some color would be nice, but I have to give them total credit for coming up with that gorgeous gold. And it really works. It may not have occurred to me, um, but when I look at it, uh, I was I was so happy when I got my own uh, first copy of this and thought, oh, I love that. I love the etching. So I'm glad to hear you enjoyed it as well. But, uh, and the reason that I, I wanna talk about it, we're gonna take a short break and come back is because there's an energy about it. You know what I'm saying? There's, uh, I can't tell you how many uh, tarot decks that I've picked up over a 16 year career, right? But there is a certain energy about the deck. And then what I found interesting is as I looked at the deck and we're gonna talk about the deck itself, I, I was fascinated by how drawn I was not to shuffle it. When we come back, I got to figure out what that is about. For those of you out there, we also have one copy of the Shadowland uh, book and tarot deck when we come back, because my very special guest joining me here today, the genius behind all of this, Monica Berdersky. When we come back, I'm going to make sure you have Monica's website, that and much more. We'll be right back. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Hi, I'm Laura Meeks, and the most common problem that my clients face is all work and no play. This is why I created Fly High Living. I help you develop a balanced life plan and guide you to a place where you love to wake up in the morning. Call 888-666-1570 or go to flyhighliving.com to sign up for the four-week Flight Plan for Life course. Are you ready to transform your life and embrace magical experiences? Talking to Tannis with your host, Tannis McRae, 
is here to help you find your joy in life. Tune in live every first and third Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Let's awaken your experience and create the change necessary to take back your right to choose who you are. For more about Tannis, visit TalkingToTannis.com. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. The truth is funny. Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit KarenBenton.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Hey, everybody, welcome back. As I said before, yep, we've got lots to talk about today. Uh, For those of you out there, uh, I want you to know that we are taking your calls with questions. um, And, you know, what the questions are about are really general questions. We're going to show you today how the Shadowland uh, Tarot work, how they work. And there are a bunch of things we're going to step forward and look at as Monica does take us on a journey, not only about the deck, why it's different, but about how it works. How do we look at the nature of shadow in a way perhaps we haven't done before? Um, the drawings are, are really lighthearted, although I, I'm just telling you, I'm like fascinated with a couple of them here in a lot of ways. Um, but when we're, what we're really going to do is we're going to take some real life things. And as we go through the show, we're not only going to talk about them, but we're also going to see how this approach is so relevant to the day and time we live in. You know, Monica, let's talk a little bit. But before we do, how do people get their own deck? Right. How do um, folks get their own deck and find out more about you? Okay, thank you, Dr. Pat. Um, You can order the decks as far as I know through Amazon. Um, I hear that things are a little backed up right now, so it might require (laughs) a little bit of patience. Yeah. Um, People have told me they've ordered uh, at Barnes and Noble. Yeah. And um, it is distributed through a lot of bookstores. And depending on the timing of when those shops may have ordered the deck, I'm not exactly sure how distribution is at the moment. Uh, So people might need to be a little patient. But I would just look online at uh, Amazon or Barnes and Noble or even ask... um, a local bookstore if they're not all closed where you are um still online is probably your best bet right now yeah 
Well, let's kick it up in the spirit of Carl Jung, if we could, because you mentioned Carl in the book, and he certainly has been a favorite of mine for like a really long time. I have two real favorites that I point to, and I don't mean that they're favorite because I like them. Uh, there are actually three. There are three different individuals out there. When I, I was given copies of their book, it literally changed my life. You know, there, there are some people when you hand somebody something and they read it, it touches them, right? But Jung was important to me because he spoke to parts of me that I was ashamed of ever speaking about out loud. And he called them, you know, the shadow self, you know, those parts of herself we dislike or we'd rather ignore. And yet, when I was able to start looking at those parts of myself, the revelation I got and the acceleration of transformation to myself and my life was really unprecedented. What does the shadow reveal to us so deeply and so powerfully that most people that experience this have the same outcome, sort of, I think? Yeah. Wow. Shadow work can be so different and extensive and be a lifelong kind of a learning process. And yeah, uh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Because I found for, for myself, I can only speak to myself in this regard, that so many different experiences I've had have brought forward different shadows. I certainly never knew I, that I had. Um, we can repress those thing, things so deeply. And as you mentioned, part of that reason I feel is, is shame, um, you know, embarrassment, or it's just too frightening to look at. I think we, we put a lot of fears into the shadows we relegate those those true fears there. Um, you know, death and dying, things that are completely out of our control that may not be as dramatic as that, but maybe that we feel are, are out of control for us or that we're engaged in. You know, it, it could be food for goodness sake. We can have all sorts of shadows that we just don't want to look at. And then we stuff them so far down. And as you've mentioned, revealing them or peeling away those peeling lights. away yeah or especially shining a light on it as I like to say I live in the shadows and the light as soon as you reveal those shadows you know what our imaginations I still feel this are much much worse than if we open that box and take a look at it and go you know what now that I'm talking about it or that I look at it it's not that frightening and I can have sympathy for my own shadows and shortcomings. And when we develop that kind of sympathy for ourselves and compassion for our shortcomings and acknowledge them, I feel that we do become integrated and we are much more compassionate to other people. We start to be able to divide what's their stuff and what's our stuff. What are we projecting onto people? And uh, I just think that uh, it creates a really good space for healing and learning. And that may differ from person to person, but I feel deeply that it's always beneficial. Well, when we look at this, though, I'm just curious for you. And, you know, our listeners may not know you very well. Others may. But being the expert you are in this arena, right? You are, what did you say, 40 years, right? Uh, I mean, I, I thought I, I thought I had something going on with 16 years and an independent positive talk radio uh, venue and network owner. I thought, wow, but 40 years in this, 
what was it about bringing the, this particular message forward now? Like what I'm trying to say is this is a, this is a book, this is a deck, and this is a message that's coming through right now, like as if you'd have planned it to come through right now at a time where we need to have those revelations come forward. You know, what was your insight into, into writing this? Yeah. Well, you know, some of that may have been in my control and that's <laughs> not. Right. Uh, just the timing of the entire um, meeting people and, uh, you know, having approached a publisher who was very, very supportive of this project and my own being like everything came together. So I, I certainly can't say that um, it was all my doing there, but I, I have to be honest as well and say that for the last couple of years, I certainly did see something big coming down the pike. And I was uh, a little bit, um, I had trepidation over how things would be if we didn't get individually strong and centered. I mentor a group of women um, in my spiritual practice. And I told them all in November, um, I kind of, you know, and I'm not normally like this. I'm a pretty easygoing person. I mean, I can be very intense and passionate about things, but overall, I'm not that judgmental. And if you don't do the work, you know, that's okay. We all have things that are keeping us from it. But I did tell them in November, um, I kind of was a little harsh and said, if you don't get it together now and you don't get centered and um, look at your weaknesses and your strengths, um, you're going to have a really hard time when uh, we face this very large thing that's coming. And no, I didn't articulate what that might be. I could tell you I was hoping it wasn't a lot of other things that may have occurred, um, you know, certainly world wars and, and other things. But I did know that there was something large. And this kind of did chew at me for the last uh, few years, quite honestly. And I know that this was probably it, given the very peculiar sense of relief once it was named, just like shining a light on this very yeah. shadow that we're facing. I know that when I felt, oh, I thought, okay, that's what all of those feelings were. So I'm hoping that this deck can offer some insights because it is a very difficult time. Well, we're actually going to demonstrate how it's used when we come back from break. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting about what we're being asked to step forward and become. That, that's my sense of it. I get challenged with that on a regular basis. You know, what am I being, what am I being challenged to step forward and become? And do I have, for me personally, I know I have this from the network, but do I have me personally, the right people to work with me to become that. Because I find that, you know, if you have in your heart to bring something forward, and clearly that's what we're doing. You know, we have technology right now that we, we're, I've got requests on from AM FM stations on how can I come in and show them how to do what we're doing like right now. Like this, this show that's coming across Transformation Talk Radio, the Dr. Pat Show, it's also being broadcast and, and configured for multiple streams, about 60 or 70 other outlets. 
And it has an interface that goes through a third party that Olivia and Zach have learned to master so that when it pops over in Facebook, it looks substantial. You know, we have producers, the two of them I mentioned, that they are watching everything we're saying, every frame. They're putting graphics up. They're putting lower thirds up, right? It's a fantastic team of people. And the question that I get asked, when are you, Pat, going to come out from behind the shadows of what you've created and come out and be that crust-busting Dr. Pat you were? That is my Carl Jung, Victor Frankel, Renee Brown, right, question for myself. When we come back, is the shadow side holding you back? Or is it firing you up? I got to thank Laura Meeks for sending me that fun video this morning. I wish I could get the lyrics to that thing again. I can't play it on Benny Station because it has a couple cuss words in it. But it is a very fun song. I'm going to try to figure out how to get off my message, private message to put across our station. It is a take on my Corona, that thing. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Living a richly abundant life sound too good to be true? Listen in to Richly Abundant Women with Julie Steelman on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Embrace a vibrant future of breaking free financially and creating a richly abundant life filled with prosperity and growth. To learn more about Julie Steelman and Richly Abundant Women, visit www.juliesteelman.com. Hey, how's it going? If it's stressful or just plain exhausting, New Light Living is here to ask, is this the way you want to live? Join me, your intuitive spiritual life coach and host, Orika Sullivan, every week on New Light Living. Discover the power of creative tools to start living every day as your ideal dream day. See your life in the new light. To learn more, visit newlightliving.com. A word of caution, if you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Have you lost a loved one and would desperately love a sign to prove that they are okay? Here's a tip for you. Be curious, keep an open mind about everything. The proof will come from the most unlikely places. The messages promise to challenge your current beliefs and what you've been taught. Accept and appreciate all, no matter where they come from. I'm Angie Corbett Kuiper. I would love for you to share your signs from beyond on my closed Facebook page, Beyond Grief. The vibration of change, that magical place where life shifts from struggle to ease, from stagnation to forward movement, from old ways of being to new ways of becoming. If you're like I am, it can be rather elusive to get there, but when you are in it, you feel it down to your very core, don't you? And it can positively affect everything in your life, from your relationships to your health and well-being, from your career path to your abundance. 
from the quality of that inner connection to the fullness of your self-expression. On The Christine Upchurch Show, we explore ways to get into that vibration of change with experts in the fields of consciousness, psychology, spirituality, health, healing, and science. Join me, Christine Upchurch, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on KKNW AM 1150 and Transformation Talk Radio and learn new ways to step into your vibration of change. I can't get that My Corona thing out of my head, Benny, right now. <laughs> Like, I know that that's like a spoof song, and I'm not making light. Is it of, off of My Sharona? Think, yeah. Okay. That's yeah, kind of what I, I figured that was the Sharona. angle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, <laughs> but, you know, that. so here's what we have. We have the humane side of the lighter side of things to help give people a reminder that we're more than this. But this kind of thing, this kind of crisis brings out the best and it could bring out the worst but what is it that we need to learn about the shadow to help us you know my friend um uh monica my friend i got a a message from my friend in uh either tennessee or virginia one, one of the places right um who said to me that every gun shop in the area is sold out and I'm supplies like, are limited. We'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I'm thinking, wow, I wonder what the relationship is between toilet paper and guns. Cause they're both. So- <laughs> Thank you. And Rob. I can't, I can't give you the answer on air to that. <laughs> My goodness. Being a visual person. I just got an idea for another card. Thank you, Dr. Pat. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Toilet uh, paper and guns. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But you know, I, w- I was going through the deck and I finally have shuffled them a little bit, not very, very well. But this is really, I want to demonstrate to how we use the cards, given where we are today. Because when the governor did what he did last night, the fear, the text messages I got, like, how are you people going to operate? I mean, I just and then I sent Eric Crema, of course, a text message. And I'm like, Eric, did you read this? Without, with, with not even remembering that they are FCC regulated, so they're not going anywhere, right? So we go to that place of fear, right, before we go to that place of, of information or imagination. But I want to demonstrate how might we use these cards today? As a demonstration for folks. Okay. All righty. I'm just leaning forward here into the cards. And I know. I can't put them down. Isn't that weird? <laughs> no, that's a nice thing. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, I went to put them down. I don't know if you saw me. Like, I went to put them over here and put them down. And I'm like, oh, no, bring them back. Well, one of the things that I tell people in teaching tarot is that you do create a bond with your cards. Uh, Some people may not believe that, and that's fine. But for me, it's very true that the more I do handle my cards and keep them close to me, it seems the better the information or the easier access to the information. So what I've got here is the full deck. And um, I might, after shuffling cut the deck and um, pull a card. And the card that I pulled right away is the justice card. 
okay, <laughs> naturally. And I might pull another card, uh, the Queen of Wands, okay? And I have offered this to a lot of people as a very simple kind of a two-card reading in which your first card is discussing a shadow and your second card is talking about a solution or an approach that you might have. So you could look at that and you can look it up in the book. Uh, there are reflection questions, there are suggestions, there's a little dialogue in there about the card. But being an artist and also an educator at an arts uh, university close by, I'm trying to put the message right into the card. So if you just take a moment to look at the card itself, you'll see that it's a tree with an owl on top and we have eggs on one side and the bird on the other side. And you're speaking of symbolism here. The owl is representing the wisdom. You know, the um, eggs that are on one side are potential and the bird on the other side is already what's, what's occurring. And your shadow in this case might be simple fear of not having justice served. So I would read that as a shadow of if you're putting this in the position of what is your shadow, well, it's you're, you're afraid that you won't be able to make decisions. Somebody may not make them uh, properly. Wisdom will go out the window in this case because of panic. All of those things are disrupted and a fear of lack of equity is, is really being talked about there. So looking at the Queen of Wands, however, as a solution to that or as an approach uh, might be, you gotta be the Queen of Wands here, people. <laughs> the Queen of Wands is a wise lady. She's strong, she's tall. I mean, look at her, gee, she's huge, okay? She's a big person. She's a warm person. She's full of fire, she's full of energy. She's carrying that staff because it's a symbol of wisdom. She's had a lot of years here to figure this out. And you've got to stand strong. You've got to look after your own home domain because the queens are often about um, our realms at home, not necessarily kings beyond gender. For me, often symbolize the outside world and business. And queens very much about yourself, self-care, your own immediate environments. And it says you've got to stay strong because it's through that strength and perseverance and knowing that you've already gained wisdom, you're a queen here, that will see you through your fears or your shadows of equity not being achieved or justice not being achieved. So that's a really simple uh, approach to maybe recognizing a shadow that you have and, and a solution. This is so funny. Do you wanna hear a story? So this morning, I, I get up early and I work, I'm working with a couple of new people and we're, they're talking, they're learning about me. So they're watching all the videos about me and they watched the video back from like 2005 or six of me that I was interviewed. And, and in the interview, I was talking and I just come off my dissertation. You know, 2001, I started this in 03, very weirdly, right? And I just came off of this and I was, I, I felt like I had to redefine media. I had to redefine this digital world. You know, I came off, my first show was on digital media. Everybody poo-pooed it. You know, they're like, nobody's gonna do anything on the internet. 
And so I'm having this conversation with them and they asked me about my research. So this is, this is interesting. So I start to talk about my research, which is psychological contract violation between people and what the impact is. Basically, 10 years studying broken promises and the injustice and the betrayal that's caused from that. And the same breath, I'm talking about being out there as one of three women that said yes to digital media. And I interviewed one of them yesterday, Dr. Carol Lieberman. We started at the same time in the same place. So out of the mouths of these people comes, well, wait a minute. So you're all about justice and you're the queen of digital media. Hello, Dr. Pat. How the bleep. Now I didn't, so, and that it has been a frame that people, you know, and when it comes to digital platforms, right? I love digital media, right? But I haven't published the book on both analysis. Gail Tour, very dear friend of mine, book agent, where's the book in her British accent? Where, and I have helped to date now six of our hosts get their books done and get book deals. I wonder if I don't feel I have the stamina, the stamina to bring this message out. But I'll tell you, I had a glimmer of hope last year. I had, I had a moment where I went mentally to the dark side. And I said, I cannot continue to just do the Dr. Pat show. I love it. I'm an optimist. I've got to do a more powerful show. And I created Power Up Radio with Dr. Pat. It cannot be on FCC networks because the people that come on talk openly, freely, and sometimes they cuss and Benny would have to be hitting the button a lot. But then I shelved it. I shelved it. And I find it interesting we're talking about this because I wonder each person must have a different shadow side that holds them back, Monica. Yes, definitely. Can you help us with this? Because the sense I'm feeling in the people we're talking to now, we literally are going to be launching an entire channel called COVID-19 Podcast. We're not doctors. We're going to open up that channel. But at the same time, Here's the question. We're talking to people that are calling us saying, I need you, I need to work with your network. Send me a package. I need to do that. And people that are saying, oh my God, I can't do anything. How do we help people with your deck move past the fear and the immobilization? Because you got it all in here. I've read the book. I think understanding first and foremost that you have an entire globe of the community. There isn't a human being that doesn't have shadows, multiple shadows and fears. And I have to be honest with you in in sharing, while I I do talk about caregiving and uh, facing illness and death for 15 years within my own family, uh, that certainly brought up a lot of shadows. Me too. Yeah, and it brings up a lot of fears and and shadows. I also, creating a tarot deck was one of my shadows. (laughs) 
you know many oh yes tell, what, i'm supposed to i'm supposed to put like my therapist hat on right now and say monica tell me more about that please right well, <laughs> you know what i would say to people who are facing their shadows now and they're afraid is you know one of the first things i would like to tell everyone and this is what i i, I did and i know a lot of people have have done this as well is i looked at why I identified what it was I was afraid of. Okay, what what is something that I'm fearing right now? And break it down. Are you, you know, are they basic needs? Are they generalized? Like, just look at all of your fears because stuffing them down and hiding them is just the worst thing you can do. Take a look at them, shine a light on them and say, okay, let's, let's take a look. You can search for that answer in the tarot deck, but I'm just gonna tell you, um, if it's something you want to create or something you want to do, yes, there is advice in all of these cards for you to get there. But in a very broad sense, I would tell you to just identify those fears, do the thing, just start doing it, plan it, put a timeline to it, and just start. Just absolutely start. And in your case, <laughs> which so, one of Did that the first one? Yeah. That's your shadow? This oh, is the my. one I picked first about okay. launching COVID-19, the, the entire channel. And oh. this oh. is the second one. Okay. So tell, tell everybody that does not watch it on Facebook what I picked. Absolutely. You've picked the uh, three of pentacles for your first card. And it is talking about um, a commission, achieving a commission in art. And your second card is the Four of Swords, uh, which is sort of what you need to look at to make sure this is going to occur. So the first thing is how you're going to build it, set a timeline, plan carefully, because that won't happen unless you have all of those things in line. Your vision, um, a plan, and then do it, okay, with a timeline. Um, the, the second card that you pulled, though, is also asking you to take a, a really good look at not exhausting yourself. So um, with the message of not becoming exhausted, which the Four of Swords says you have to rest a little bit between things, is to ensure that the thing comes out and that uh, you're not driving yourself to a stress exhaustion, worrying about perfection. So, you know... That's it! That's why I haven't done it already. That's right. So Jessica, if you're listening, you've got to put the channel up, COVID-19 podcast, because that's it. Because why wouldn't, if I grabbed, if, look, I have the domain, COVID-19 podcast, COVID podcast. We have the ability to put the channel up, a complete channel in 24 hours, by the way. Yes. And I could have hundreds of hosts doing shows in an open forum. And I had this idea 10 days ago. There you go. It's not done. Don't Jessica, worry. The, the bumps and bruises. It up. Go for it. <laughs> Just go for it. <laughs> Do the thing. <laughs> By the way, these are fun. These are very, the pictures are very fun. I was so surprised. I really was because the first thing I saw was the gold frame. And then I started to look at the cards and I thought, oh my gosh. And there's one card that I related to from my childhood. And I got this card and I got fixated on it. Which one? Wow. 
Okay. From my childhood. Seriously? Yeah. I had somebody else tell me that too. I used to dream at night and I used to have these nightmares and my way around nightmares was all, and I was, I'm still to this day, a science fiction buff. I went to all the science fiction movies. I have all the co the comic books from every, everyone. Right. You know? And so in order for me to get through the night, I used to gather up all these crazy villain characters and make them my army. Right. I hear you totally. The Nine of Swords is showing a lot of, well, nine spiders dangling over a sleeping person in case anyone is not seeing that, that image. And normally there are nine swords over people, um, but swords <laughs> is an element of air. So symbolically things dangling in the air that are frightening is where I went with that. And um, I think a few of us have had experiences with fears manifesting as, as spiders. Um, and, you know, I, I think it, for me, it just resonated as, as nightmare quality. So, well, thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, I think I like Brenda. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> well, and you know, I didn't even look at the cover. I mean, it's an, but here's the thing that I want to say about this. And, and, and I know we have a few minutes left, but this is the point to the book that we haven't talked about. What I haven't told you about this, Linda, Jessica, my friends will tell you, I make them crazy. Linda's came here and spent months with me. My producer, she actually booked you. Been, we've been friends since 1972. If there is a spider that decides to come out, I will capture it gently and bring it outside. Yep. I cannot kill them. I will not kill them. And I pretty much got into the worst fights with Linda that I can imagine because I wouldn't go get it. And then when I turned to take it out, it was gone. Oh my gosh. It's like, where did it go? And I'm like, I don't care. But this is something that could be so frightening yeah. at one level to people. Yes. But isn't the idea of facing our shadow to do just that? Yes, absolutely it is. Um, and this is why I was approaching the cards with sort of a lighthearted look. It's to say, um, you know what? It's not that frightening. As I mentioned earlier, our imaginations do much worse and when we actually look at our fears or shine a light into the shadows and look at it, we go, you know what? It's not that bad. You know, I've had plenty of frightening experiences with spiders. I think right now there's, there is, you know, uh, something the size of uh, goodness knows, probably a beach ball in our basement. It's a, a wolf spider. And, uh, you know, it just backs up when it sees us. And we're like, you know, we know you're there and we'll just go our separate ways for now. Um, I'm not going to track them down and get them. And once I see that and I know it's there, it's actually not as bad as what I'm imagining might be living down there. We have very active imaginations. Yeah, we do. Even if we're not artists or creative. And I just wanted to put these cards into a format that we go, okay, I'm going to chuckle at that quality in myself. Maybe I'll give myself a break here and others you know, for example, if I had the four of pentacles, 
often it's about holding on to things too tightly or maybe being a bit greedy you know but there, there's this sort of a you know gnome hanging on with the crazy leer on his face hadn't we all been there so maybe we can relate to that and say it's not so horrible after all well then, i gotta tell you there's one card that totally represented me pretty much or my vision of myself when i was in my 20s and i followed janice joplin all around the country and it is your version of the queen of cups ah uh, yes uh-huh that's just me like with my belly hanging out and a guitar and something in a cup and me floating around out there like i'm in my own little world i also relate to that i hear you i hear you and uh you know i used to play in a band too and the queen of cups represents ah! creativity so you know i could totally see that kind of you know, happening wow. with you too. Well, look, I want to thank you for today. Again, how do people find out more about you? Because, you know, during a show like this, we can't do full readings, but, you know, the cards themselves, and we have a, a deck of, a, well, the whole set we're, we're giving away today. But the other thing is, how do they do consultations with you, all of the above, awakening, visioning? Let's get people to get to know you a little closer here. How, how do they do that? Oh, sure. Well, I'm, I'm everywhere. And while Monica Bodierski isn't the easiest name to spell, That's um, cool. <laughs> there aren't a lot of me out there with the same name. So everything on social media is with my name, as long as you get the spelling right. My website is monicabodierski.com. I'm on Facebook uh, as Monica Bodierski Design and Monica Bodierski. I just started a Shadowland Tarot group. Um, wow because I'm doing an online launch now, we, we are in a bit of a lockdown here. So rather than doing a signing in a bookstore launch, I'm going to do it virtually through, uh, through Zoom. So you can join that group if you like, you just need to friend me or and request it because for the moment it's a private group. You can find me on uh, Twitter, Monica Bodierski, same okay. with Instagram. I'm also Monica Bodierski, surprisingly there. So- uh, Okay, that's cool. Hey, Monica, when you go do the group, are you literally going to sign? Are, are you going to literally sign and give people messages during the book, uh, during the group on the books? Because that would be so cool if you did that. Uh, if I had the books with me, I would. <laughs> wow. Hey, everybody, I, send Monica the books that you're buying so she can <laughs> sign them and get it. No, I'm just sorry about that. I don't want to do that to you. Um, you know, so how I do would you sign up for the group? Yeah, just uh, friend me on Facebook and uh, let me know. I put an announcement there that if you're interested okay. in joining the group, I'll, okay. I'll add you. Okay, what's your Facebook? Uh, Monica Bodierski or M. Bodierski. M. Bodierski. That's M. it. It's, hey, everybody. It's www.facebook.com. M. B. O. D. I. R. S. K. Y. <laughs> 